0: It's the most herpiest time of the year With little red swells and little red bumps and itchy... Wait, what? Um, Hey everybody, it's Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harlan Highway Podcast. Quite a diverse show today. Uh, starting the show off, I go off on a bit of a rant about the state of affairs in the world, the violence and the madness versus the goodness and the ingenuity of human beings. So it's an interesting kind of back and forth. Uh, I was kind of set off by a bunch of stuff I saw on TV, and I I just went on a bit of a rant and thought I'd share my thoughts and opinions with you, um, see what you think. And then uh, it lightens up the second half of the show. Oh, my God, this is amazing. We got... A phone call with a Sony executive regarding the uh, the hack at Sony. And also, believe it or not, uh, Kim Jong-un calls in uh, to tell us his side of the events, of the story. So, uh, amazing phone call coming in uh, on the second half of the show. And also, some fun Christmas carols from my buddy Toby Haas. Uh, I'll tell you more about him as we get going. But let's have some laughs. Let's get some provocative thought going. All here on the Harlan Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams.
1: Harlan. Funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. Right. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway.
2: You're a groovy boy. I'd like to
1: strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense mental, physical strain. All
2: right, hold tight on the Harland Don't be such a fucking pussy. You new around here, ain't you? What's your name? You're
3: listening to Harlan Williams.
0: Luck.
3: Welcome to the Harlan Highway.
2: Okay,
0: I got to start off with something that just got me going today. This is real, okay? Just moments ago, I saw on CNN, okay, I saw a story about the guy in, I think it's Nigeria... Don't quote me on that. I, my mind's a bit blurry. A guy named Boca Moran or something like that. I know I'm off, but um, the story is what's more important. It's the story about the terrorist militant in Africa who, I think, uh, just under a year ago went into a small town and kidnapped like 200 young girls and just disappeared with them into the bushes, drove into the jungle, into the into the wilderness, with his pack of um, insane militants and th- these women are still unaccounted for despite uh, the 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 rhetoric from the from the government of that country saying oh we're close and we're going to find the girls and blah 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 nothing and then there was a report today that this guy struck again and went into a town and killed a whole bunch more men and boys and took another what I heard was like a hundred more women or something. And I'm like, good Lord, what kind of world is this? And then the very next story, and I hate to depress you guys, but this is the reality we live in, and this is why I'm talking about it. The very next story was the story about how the Taliban walked into a children's school in Pakistan and systematically shot it up, and 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 um, suicide bombed the school, killing, shooting the life out of like 139 young children. They climbed over the walls of the school, shot the shit out of the kids, killed them, and and then just to put icing on the cake, three of these uh, terrorists decided to, to blow themselves up wearing, like, bomb vests because, you know, killing the children, walking in the room and spraying them with machine guns and rifles wasn't quite enough. Let, let's, let's blow up three people and, and see if we can get any residual death happening and just blood all over the floor. I mean, the, the poor reporter from CNN was literally stepping around buckets and pools of children's blood and you can see the guy could barely keep it together. I mean, talk about emotional and powerful and sad. So there's human beings at their worst. And then I, I had to get away from it, and I jumped on my computer and I was on Facebook, and there was a a video clip of some people in good old North America and in, in in the civilized world. I saw a, a video clip of a man who had no arms. Okay. He basically had shoulders and a torso. What happened to his arms, I didn't catch. Maybe they're blown off in war. Maybe he was born without arms. And here were some scientists, some people involved in technology and medicine who had fitted him with a shoulder harness that had two mechanical arms coming out of them. So, so, um, they looked proportionate on his body. Okay? Anatomically they looked very proportionate. If this guy had a shirt on, you would just think, oh, there's a guy with shoulders and arms. You wouldn't know that he had no arms. And somehow they had connected sensors to the nerve endings in his flesh and I don't know I don't know the science of it up into to his head. And here was a guy with his brain waves was manipulating these arms. And shoulders and hands, these articulating fingers. He was picking up balls and putting them in baskets. He was he was following commands. They were telling him to do things, and the arms and the shoulders were moving. It was a little slow, but it's the beginning of what that technology could be. I don't know if it's called Bionics or if that's just a fantasy name from from TV, but it's definitely robotics of some kind. And just amazing, mind blowing. To see, to see human ingenuity, to see human genius at work. And I put the two together side by side. I went, okay, here's people on planet Earth trying to propel the human race forward, trying to do things that matter, try to do things that lead to something positive and create and, <coughs> you know propel humanity in a forward direction, and here's a society where they think it's okay to kidnap and rape women and walk into schools and shoot 132 children, innocent children, to death. And I go, how, how can human beings who generally are the same, how can they be wired so different? and 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 I don't want to go into all the sociological and religious and financial and all the strata that you could go into on a on a uh, a human like kind of psychological and class level. At the end of the day I just want to cut to the human mind, the human brain as primitive and as advanced as it can be. Let's take away all all the trappings of society and all the political and religious beliefs and views and money and politics and all that stuff and just have two human beings standing there, a scientist from the Western Hemisphere and a child murderer from the East. Not that I'm pitting the two countries against each other. I'm just using them as examples. And you go, how do two human beings end up in such a different place? What is the mindset? What is what is the world that they live in? And then you can start filling the bucket with all the religious and political and social crap, and you probably get your answer. And so I guess what I'm getting at is at what point do we put an end to these bad people? At what point... Do they turn the corner? Do they ever turn the corner? At what point does the the good side of the world, and I'm not saying there's not good people over there. When I say good side of the world, I mean the population of the world that wants to do good and be productive. I'm not saying east versus west. I'm saying people in general. When do all the people that, that just want to do good things and move forward completely eradicate the scum? How do we recapture some kind of world order where everyone's working towards the same goals, where everyone's working towards the betterment of mankind, of of the planet, of, of not just humans, but the environment, of everything? Is it really that hard? And I go, what point do you have to put your foot down and actually somehow like create a system where you weed these people out and never let them get, get a foothold never let them get started is there a way is, is there a preventive antidote is there a pesticide is there something that lets us eradicate this primitive mindset that, that just is so lost and so hell bent on things that don't matter, that don't mean anything. You can kill a bunch of children and make a statement, but 40 years from now, who remembers? I mean, people probably remember, but it's gone. The statement's gone. But 40 years from now, people can look back and go, that guy with the robotic shoulders and arms, that was the beginning of what helped move the human race to this level where no one ever had to be limbless or not have an appendage or who knows, you know, and, and, and that science is applicable to moving to other planets, moving into outer space, moving, moving off of gasoline and oil, like all the things that perpetuate us into the future. Where who knows, maybe we're floating, maybe we're flying, maybe we're, you know what I mean? So it's just it's just a broad question and, and it's kind of a sad observation that there's a there's a part of this planet filled with human beings that would invest their time in sitting down and planning and orchestrating an attack where they could kidnap and rape hundreds of women, where they could map out the floor plans of a school so that they knew where to go and what rooms to run into with their machine guns flailing and shoot innocent children who are trying to learn, who might have had the answers to some of these questions had they been allowed to live. None of that crap matters in the end. What matters is what moves us forward, what propels us forward and so it's just dismaying to to see this attitude to see that people still live in this primitive state this violent evil state and really are just wasting up time and using up the time of good people who get it who want to move forward and you go wow well, where where is the bug spray where where is the thing that that where is the thing where we just go, no, it ain't happening anymore. It stops. You want to be bad, boom, you're gone. You, you want to you plan to destroy people, fly planes into buildings and shoot children, boom, you're gone. When, when do we become a world where we root this stuff out and just like demolish it and say we won't put up with it? And make anybody who, th- who would think to go down that path make them realize that, there's, that there is no path. That the minute you turn that corner, you're removed from society. You're removed from a world that's moving forward and doesn't need your horseshit. Doesn't need your agenda. Doesn't need all the stuff that you profess is so important that you have to slaughter children and women and villages Boy, oh boy, I hope that day comes soon, man. And I'm sorry to talk about this during the holiday, but you know this is an emotional reaction that I just got from seeing this stuff, to go from one thing to the other and see that if humans can just focus on things that matter and things that are important for the race... Not just, you know, because you could you could argue, oh, well, it's important to them, that's the religion, and they're fighting for the religion's freedom, and they believe in this, and blah, blah, blah. But it's not. It's selfish. It's self-indulgent. It's, what they're doing is not servicing humanity. It's servicing their own sect. It's servicing their own agenda, their own vision of the world. Whereas I think we need to embrace as human beings... A global vision where everything people do should be pointed at helping and moving forward and advancing us as a civilization. So I hope that day comes when all this lunacy stops. My heart just breaks for those children. If you can see the the video footage of just the, 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 the pools of blood on the floor of a school for kids. I just wanted to cry. It was like, it was like, what did these kids do? How did these kids become a victim of your stupid agenda? How, how low have you gotten that you think you will serve your cause by making a statement by wiping out 132 children? Wow. I just, I, you know, I can't just sit here and go, oh, it's going to change. All I can do is hope hope that we go around that corner and it happens soon. And and I guess at the bottom of this I'm saying if we have to get tough and figure out a way to eradicate this cancer then maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to stop being so kind and thinking about the rights of you know these these vile people and and worrying about stepping on their humanity. and Because at some point, I think you've got people that don't know what humanity is. And I don't know if you can label someone human who has no humanity, who has no compassion. Sure, they live, they breathe, they eat, they shit. Who cares? It doesn't mean we need them around. Yeah, I said it. We don't need that shit, man. There's a lot of people in the world, and most people just want to move forward and and do good and be productive and have a smile on their face and help their fellow human. And maybe we have to look at at the world and its population and go, you know, there's people that just don't serve us here, that don't belong. And I don't know how you do that. That's, That's a complicated thing, but... I don't know. Maybe it comes out of them. Maybe one day they just stop. They have an awakening. They have a they, awakening. They have an epiphany. But I don't think so. And that's why I hope maybe there's a way we figure out. And you can't do like a an Auschwitz like like you know concentration camp thing. But what what do you do? How do we do it? I don't know. I don't know it's such a huge dilemma. I, I hope I hope we figure it out. I don't know. I'll leave it hanging right there. And let's get on to something a little more funny and silly, huh? Uh,
2: what we've got here is Failure to communicate.
0: I think a funny Christmas song would fit in real nice right about now. So let's let's plug in. Uh, my buddy Toby Haas has a great Christmas CD out called Snowballs with Rudy Carsoni as the character he plays. Very Sinatra-esque. And uh, he's got, uh, this, this album's available if you go on, uh, I think, iTunes and YouTube and Amazon and, you can find all these uh, these songs on the uh, album Rudy Carsoni Snowballs, and uh, let's play one of these uh, fun, fun Christmas carols right now. Hit it, Rudy. <laughs>
1: You're my only mistress All the other holidays seem so gay Come on, let's get undressed Thanksgiving I didn't mean to make you cry When I said your cranberry was hairy And your bird was way too dry July the 4th I dug your independent thing, But it smelled too much like Black Cat's Man That's a stanky bang Christmas, you're my only mistress All the other holidays seem too gay Come on, let's get undressed Halloween you were a sexy vampire but I took off that costume and your little goblet put on my fire. Oh Easter, loving you made me a basket case. We'd get it all like crazy bunnies but you ended with egg on your face. Christmas, you're my only mistress. All the other holidays seem too gay. Come on, let's get undressed. Baby, you really know how to seduce Give your man presents galore And let him have that your Christmas goose Ha-la-la-la la, la. Well, come on inside, shake the snow off You look cold, baby How about a drinky? By the fire. You're not gonna guess what I got gotcha. you. I've been saving up on you, baby.
0: Some Toby Huss, uh, snowballs, get the album online. Um, Rudy Carsoni is his alter ego. Uh, but we had a, a call come in during the song. Roger, let me know that uh, this this is big. This is a bit of a scoop. Um, it sounds like we got uh, someone from the Sony Corporation calling in. So uh, let, let's uh, let's take that call, uh, Roger. Who, who is it? Okay, so so we got. Tom Braithwaite on the line yeah okay he's one of the top CEOs at Sony Pictures all right let's put him through uh hello Mr. Braithwaite hello Uh, yes sir uh you are on the Harlan Highway thank you for being here sir
3: uh yeah very very good to be here thank you Harlan
0: um so uh first of all uh I guess uh I, I don't know what to say sorry or, or um, I mean uh, no need for
3: apologies this is uh part of running a uh, a business a uh, private enterprise in North America and uh you know things happen things go wrong there's uh, there's bad people out there that uh you know, want to hurt or uh, take down successful corporations, companies uh, in a prosperous land such as the United
0: States of America. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, th- I think we're all disheartened by what happened. And and people, people. it sounds like a lot of people are blaming you or, or dumping on you for canceling the movie, the, the interview, saying that you caved in to uh, the, the, uh, the regime of Kim Jong-un over in North Korea
3: uh, couldn't be farther from the truth Harland uh, what happened is uh, we uh, told the, the, the movie theaters to uh, go ahead and uh, play the movie on December 25th air the movie and uh, you know we stood strong we stood very very strong on that uh, platform and and what happened is uh,
0: well what happened is I, I heard that the movie theaters didn't want to play it
3: That that's exactly right the movie theaters uh, were were worried about uh, violence. They were uh, they were frightened by the uh, threats that were uh, similar to nine eleven threats. And uh, you know, it's a very litigious country we live in. And uh, boy, oh boy, I, you know, in a way, it's hard to blame them, but it's it's disappointing.
0: And and President Obama actually spoke out and and said that Sony Pictures made a mistake well
3: that that's unfortunate there too uh i i don't think the president was uh well informed on the internal workings of the situation uh we understand is a point of view this this is a uh this is a situation that plays into our first amendment rights of uh freedom freedom of speech uh
0: freedom of yeah yeah i know we we get, we get that and and maybe you're right there maybe the president uh you know, doesn't know all the inner workings. And, and speaking of the inner workings of the Sony Corporation, h- how do you think this this security breach happened? How, how, did, how did hackers get inside your, what I'm guessing is a very sophisticated uh, system with, with probably pr- like primo um, security pr- prevention systems, right?
3: well you you're absolutely right and uh we're befuddled we think there was a uh a very powerful group behind this uh with money and backing and intelligence behind them obviously and uh we we're very upset about it and we don't know how it happened because uh what there's one thing we push at at our corporation at the Sony corporation is you know everyone be aware of their computers everyone be aware of their passwords and uh
0: yeah passwords is is probably key it sounds like somebody maybe got the password
3: and we don't know how uh we have a situation where well, you know on any given day most of us have you know five six sometimes up to 20 different passwords for different uh websites web servers that we're using and uh at sony uh we we are very uh, meticulous about not letting our employees ever forget uh their passwords because that is a common thing and if you forget your password it can lead to problems
0: yeah i i got you how, i i see what you mean Now, how, how do you what do you mean when you say you, you're very cognizant of not letting the employees forget their uh computer passwords
3: well, we don't like it to happen. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of uh, resources. Uh, so what we do is, have you ever been in, in the uh, bathroom at at a place of work at an office building?
0: Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, we, we have that right here in our building. And let me ask you
3: this, Arland: Is there a sign up in the bathroom that says, uh, please remember to wash your hands before exiting the bathroom?
0: Uh, y- yes, of course. I mean, that's that's common. So it's Sony, because we don't want people to
3: forget their passwords. What we do is in the bathroom, we have a sign up on the wall that says, don't forget your password. And we have the password right there printed out in really big font so everyone can see it. And I'm talking about the men's bathroom and the women's bathroom. And we even have some posted up in the hallway.
0: Uh, Um. Okay, so uh, what do you mean when you say have the, you have the password up in the bathrooms and in the hallway?
3: Well, this is a big corporation, so we all work under one password. Okay, uh, Fun Times Seven Eight Eight Eight, and I'd ask you to keep that between us.
0: Um, uh, uh so you mean that there's one password for everyone in in the whole Sony Corporation?
3: That's right. It just simplifies everything, and, and that comes back to economics. Uh, you know, this is business school 101, but the more you simplify, the more you cut time, the more profits you're gonna, you're going to make.
0: Uh, fun times Hey, hey, hey. I'd ask
3: you not to say it. Okay? I'd ask you not.
0: Yeah, but you are...
3: And we also have it, uh, if we have visitors to the lot, uh, we have the security guard. We, believe me, we have a check-in gate. Okay? We're not letting anybody through the gate without showing a driver's license or a birth certificate or a passport. And sometimes we've got people that want to get on uh, the Wi-Fi. And we don't want some stranger's Wi Fi in here at Sony, okay? So we give them our secret password so that there's no messing around. Fun times eight 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 eight.
0: Um, wait a minute. You you give out to, 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 to people coming in to the Sony lot the password that all the employees have.
3: Like I said, we want to keep everything straight and cut. And narrow. Okay, we don't want stranger. We don't want strange Wi-Fi signals coming in. We want to keep it pure. We want to keep it clean.
0: Yeah, but doesn't that mean everybody has your uh, your password? I mean, are you talking about contractors coming in, janitors, cleaning staff, visitors, actors, producers? Oh yeah, just about
3: everyone. We keep it real clean. Fun times 8888. Eight, eight, eight. Well, now you
0: just said it again and uh
3: well, I can say it because I'm one of the CEOs. Okay, I'm Tom Braithwaite, CEO of Sony Pictures Corporation. And uh I believe in our company. I believe in the security of our system and we are just we are befuddled. I've said that word already. We are befuddled on how this information leaked out, and the level of sophistication that these hackers must have is beyond, almost beyond comprehension.
0: Well, I I think maybe. Uh, wow. I think maybe that. Hold on. What? Hold on. We. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Braithwaite. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, we, we, uh, my, 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 uh, my producer, Roger, is is waving like a maniac in the booth. Apparently, he's got uh, Kim Jong-un on, on the line from North Korea.
3: Oh, boy. Would I ever like to hear what this guy has to say?
0: Okay, so we, well, sorry to jump away from you. That's Tom Braithwaite, one of the CEOs of Sony uh, Pictures Corporation. Uh, we're going to put you on hold for a minute, sir.
3: That's fine with me
0: and we're going to take a, uh, have a talk to Kim Jong-il in North Korea. Am I gonna put him through, Roger, right now. Hello, Kim. Hello. Oh, my God. Uh, is, is that you from North Korea?
2: Yeah, it is me. What's going on?
0: Uh, well, you called us, Kim.
2: Yeah, I just want to say you keep it up. I'm going to hack you.
0: What do you mean you're going to hack me?
2: Oh, I'm going to hack you real nice. I'm going to hack you down like a little pine tree. What? I haven't done anything. You talking to Sony guy? Yeah, I'm talking to the Sony guy. You just got hacked. Hack number one coming through right now. No, 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 no. I
0: I didn't do anything.
2: Oh, you're going to get hacked so nice. Oh, we're going to hack you. and Oh, you're going to have an orgasm. You're going to get hacked so much.
0: Ew, what? What? Why are you doing this to Sony?
2: Oh, you, they make a movie about Kim Jong-un. And nobody make a movie about me make fun of me. Okay? Nobody make fun of Kim Jong-un. Well, I'm
0: sorry. How do you
2: pronounce your last name? Oh.
0: Uh. So it's Kim
2: jong Ah. No! It's Kim Jong-o! Kim Jong-o! No! You do it right! I'll hack you a second time! It's Kim jong Okay, I'm not even gonna try. Well, maybe you're just a big baby. Okay, you know, speaking of babies, is there a reason why you have that haircut? Oh, you making fun of Kim Jong-o's haircut? Well, I gotta say, with your pudgy face, Easy, guy, easy, I'm getting ready to hack you again. I'm just saying, you got a pudgy face, and with that haircut, you look like a full-grown
0: Asian cabbage patch kid.
2: You're just getting hacked, okay? That hack number two already. I'm going into your computer, and you're going to get hacked all down to the ground. You're going to be lying on the ground in fucking uh, laptop juice
0: what laptop juice
2: yeah that would happen when North Korea hack you we hack you so hard you we make your laptop bleed you got l- laptop juice all over the place what are you talking about laptop juice Oh laptop juice all over the place. Stop saying that, please. It's unnerving. Laptop juice fall over the place. You can have laptop juice all over. Puddle and puddle and puddle. You can skip a stone in all the laptop juice. Stop it. I don't think you're
0: not going to get anywhere hacking of the Harland Highway podcast. It's not like we have any, uh, you know,
2: strong reach anywhere. Yeah, that's for sure. What you got, four or five listener? Okay, watch it, Kim Jong-un. It's Kim Jong-un.
0: Okay, it sounds like you're getting longer with it.
2: Oh, I get as long as I want. Kim Jong-un. Do as long as he want with his own name. Because I'm the emperor of the whole planet. You're not the emperor of the planet. You're the
0: emperor of North Korea.
2: Up yours, wise guy. I hack you. I hack you real hard. I hack you to your ass, bleed. Whoa, 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 what the hell? Yeah, I hacked you so hard your ass stop bleeding. Stop it! Whoa, you're, you're a little crude little cabbage patch kid, aren't you? Stop calling me cabbage patch kid. I'm not an Asian cabbage patch kid. I'm Kim Jong All right, now you sound like a dolphin, Kim Jong-. Oh, that sounded pretty good. Do that again. No, I'm not doing that again. Now, why did you sack honey? Uh, Sony? Uh, you made blunder. You made blunder. I'm gonna hack you for making a blunder. Stop it! I sack Honey because they make. Uh, I mean,
0: I. <laughs> you made a blunder.
2: Oh, you got you get hacked again for pointing out the Kim Jong. Uh, make a blunder. You know what? Just Kim Jong. <laughs> 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 All right, now you sound like a mountain goat. <laughs> Stop it!
0: Dude, you really are crazy, aren't you?
2: Oh, I'm not crazy. I'll tell you who's crazy. Sony, okay? Sony Corporation. Twisted, they make it a Walker Man, and now they make it a, the interview movie with Blef Logan and Sony Cloak Cloak.
0: Th- those aren't real names.
2: Well, I don't know the name of the actor. But you don't make fun of Kim Jong. Okay, now you sound like an injured baby
0: bear cub.
2: <laughs> Stop it!
0: What is wrong with you?
2: Hey, you like to play games in the summertime in the park? What? You like to go on picnic and play game in the park, like frisbee? Yes, I do. Okay, well, how about a nice fun game? Ready? Yes? I'm hacky-sack. Come on. Get it? hacked and then sack. I'll hack your sack. That's what I do. Stop it. You're an immature little... Go ahead. Say it. I not only hack you, I blow you up with nuclear weapon. You like mushroom soup, funny guy? Yes. I'll give you mushroom cloud soup, you dirty fuck. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think you should put that fucking asshole, Mr. on the phone, and I talk to him. Yeah, you know what? I think I will. Hang on. Uh, Hang on. Hang on. Mr. Braithwaite, uh, I know you can hear this, sir. I'm
0: going to pat you in so you can talk directly to Kim Jong. Uh, Do you mind, sir?
3: No, go right ahead.
0: Okay, here here we go. Kim, you are
2: on with uh, Mr. Braithwaite, CEO of... I know who he is. I hack you, motherfucker.
3: Now, wait a second, Kim. Okay, I think this was uncalled for.
2: Oh, I'll tell you what's uncalled for, funny guy. You make movie about Kim Jong... <laughs> <laughs> They're not very funny at all. You think it's funny, I hacked you up real nice, I hacked you to your ass bleed, and you got laptop juice all over the place.
3: Now listen, I've got a whole bunch of employees that make their, their paychecks here, okay? They make a living here, and that movie was just for fun, okay? It was,
2: I don't see what's so fun about showing Kim Jong uh, getting a bullet to the head and making fun of his country and his people.
3: Listen, it's called satire, okay, you fat cabbage patch fuck.
2: Oh, there you go. You're getting hacked again. I'm going to hack your wife. That's what I'm going to do, brave way. I'm going to hack your wife. Actually, my wife
3: could use a good hack.
2: Now, what you say? I said, you stay the hell away from my
3: wife. You stay the hell away from my family. You stay away from my company okay fun bags 8888
2: yeah no fun bags 8888 that's a hack, you stupid idiot why don't you just get a fucking airplane and skywrite your password in the fucking sky dumbass hey that's a good
3: idea i think
0: okay you know what you guys are just yelling and and y- 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 this is ridiculous I, uh, you know i'm going to i'm going to let you go you guys uh, we're not getting anywhere with this
2: I'll tell you what, why don't we all get together play a game of hacky sack? Oh, hold on. (laughs) Are you okay? Uh, I'm okay, I just hacking up along get
3: it hack <laughs> you son of a bitch i'm
2: gonna fry you oh you're not gonna do anything because i'm gonna hack you let's make a deal north america i'm gonna hack you ah uh, kim Jong. Oh, my, this guy's hungry uh. hang up on him roger hang up uh. good god
0: that, that might have been one of the most ridiculous phone calls ever on this show. Kim Jong-il and the guy from Sony. Good Lord. I, I need time to get my head together. Roger, go throw to a commercial and let's, let's come back and sort this madness out. Jeez.
2: I love white flowers. Their fragrance is so fresh. So light, so delicate. And now this refreshing fragrance has been captured in new white flowers from Summer's Eve. The simplest disposable douche. White flowers is so refreshing, it gives me a feeling of freshness. A feeling of confidence I've never had before. White flowers, the newest of the Summer's Eve fresh, clean fragrances. Freshness and confidence have never been simpler.
0: You know, during the commercial, me and Roger were talking, and, and it's not even worth sorting out. We both decided it's Christmas. We, we want to get home to our friends and families a little early, and we're not going to waste our time on the Sony scandal, okay? Oh, Lord. So so let's get through some announcements and and put a lid on this pound puppy. Um. Uh, let's see. What do we got going here uh, that I can tell you about? Um, looks like uh, January uh, 5th or 6th. I'm not sure when they air it. I, I'm going to be recording the Adam Corolla podcast on uh, January 5th, so listen in for that, and I think they might air it the same day or it might air the next day. Uh, so check it out. Then uh, Saturday, January 10th, I'm going to be in Corona, California at the M15 uh, uh, Bar and Concert Hall a uh, great venue we're going to be doing stand up comedy and sketch comedy uh go online to com. check out the stand up comedy special uh, uh schedule sorry <gasps> and, um, and just click on there and you can uh you can buy your tickets right online i'll take you to the link also while you're there uh check out flappers i'll be at flappers comedy club in burbank january uh 16th and 17th Um, and then in Atlanta, the improv in Atlanta, January 22nd to 24th. And then this is a big one, folks. At the end of the month, January 30th and 31st, I'm going to be in San Francisco at Sketchfest. And we are going to be taping the first Harlan Highway podcast live in front of an audience ever. Okay. So you uh, you gotta come and check that out. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be at a uh, at a theater in San Francisco and we're basically gonna be uh, having guests and we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, you know I'm gonna be doing doing the regular old podcast, probably be doing some some characters. Uh, it's something we've never done before. It'll be uh, the first time so it'll be part of the Harland Highway podcast history if you want to uh if you want to get your buns down there for this uh this crazy uh live stand-up uh not stand-up but uh, the, the live podcast so uh let me find out here i'm just getting the information here for the actual show let's see it is gonna be oh boy here we go it's uh at, it's at uh the Eureka Theater, Saturday, Saturday, January 31st at 4 p.m. in the afternoon. The Eureka Theater. Uh, as I said, you can go on my website, harlowilliams.com go to the stand-up tour, and uh, you will, you'll be able to buy tickets right there. So it's going to be something else. It'll be a first time for me. I'm going to have my co-host there, uh, Sean Tweedley. He's a really funny comedian buddy of mine. And... Um, we're going to have some some guests, live guests in, in the uh, in the show and all kinds of stuff. So uh, if you're up in San Fran, get your ass over there to the uh, the Eureka Theater, four o'clock on Saturday, January 31st. So January is a pretty busy month for the kid. Lots going on, kicking the year off with a bang, a bang rang. Uh, while you're on the website, check out the uh, the web store. We got audio downloads, we got T-shirts, we got all kinds of stuff for you to uh, have fun with T-shirts and artwork and all that crazy stuff. Also, please subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel. The button's right there at the bottom of the web page. Just click it, no charge, and you get uh, you get any wacky videos that I do sent to you for free. And hopefully they find you laughing. So there you go. Those are the announcements. If you, if you have a, a Android phone, check out Fallopio. Uh, you can find the link for that on my website. Fallopio is the uh, new um, app. Really fun game. And uh, we'll leave it right there, gang. Happy holidays. Hope everything's going well. Christmas is just around the corner. Hope you're feeling joyous and festive and having a good time. Sharing with friends and family and uh, sending all my best to you, all you pavement pounders and first-timers and Kim Jong-un. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.
2: I'm Kim Jong-un.